What up, what up, everybody? It's Noah Alvarez, the host to My Mike and I. You can find My Mike and I on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. So this next episode, I'm recording this currently on April 22nd, and I believe that's the day we're going to release this. Um, It's a previous recording that was recorded on Friday, April 19th. But this episode, this week's episode, I'm really excited to share with you guys because down the road, I really see myself working in the NFL. That's really why I started this podcast. I was hoping to make it an NFL podcast, but it's hard to, you know, always get NFL content on here. So I really kind of diversified, but I feel like the NFL is my specialty. And I've announced before in previous podcasts that I write draft profiles and I really like covering the draft. You can find those draft profiles at lastwordonprofootball.com. Now on to this week's show, I have two friends of mine, Joseph and Max. Now, Joseph has been on the show before. I believe the show title is called The Wild Wild NL West. It's way back in the archives, but last October or September is probably the last time we recorded. So Joseph's been on the show before, but I met him in Sacramento State. Good dude, knows a lot of baseball, knows a lot about football as well. So he hops on for the mock draft that we do. I also have on Max. Max is the dude I met while playing junior college football back in like the 2000, 2013, 2014 years. Um, you can follow him on Instagram, OC Card Bros. That's really what he does now. He's He buys and sells trading cards, whether it's baseball, football. So he's very knowledgeable on the different players that come up in the league. He's done a lot of research too on following the new college prospects because yeah, it ties in a lot into his work. So again, if you want to follow him, maybe, maybe want to buy some trading cards, you can follow him at OC Card Bros on Instagram. So this week's show is just a mock draft. Just us three, we sit down, we talk about what we would want to do in the positions if we were drafting for the teams, if we were the GMs. Because a lot of mock drafts you'll see is people picking on what they hear, picking on the rumors they hear from people. But we want to give our opinions on what we would do if we were the GM of the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Oakland Raiders, Pittsburgh Steelers, and all 32 NFL teams. Actually, only 29 because there's three teams not picking in the first round this year. So we're picking all 32 picks of the first round. After the, the mock draft, too, we talk a little bit about the different quarterbacks that are, can be found later in the rounds, what quarterbacks we're pretty high on. Uh, we can also talk about some of the undrafted guys, some deep sleepers that we projected. The way we project will be drafted in either round six, seven, or possibly go undrafted. We also talk about a little bit about the running backs and how they're undervalued. So I hope you guys really enjoy our mock draft. We try to do something a little different than the typical mock drafts that you always hear or read on other podcasts or you read on some of the bigger news publication sites. I'm really excited. The draft starts on this Thursday, April 25th. I think I said 26th in the show, so I just want to correct that really quick. Thursday night is the first round. Second and third rounds are on Friday, April 26th. And then rounds four, five, six, and seven are on April 27th. So I'm really excited. I love covering the NFL draft. Hopefully I get to do that as a future career sooner rather than later. But nonetheless, again, I'm Noah Alvarez, the host to my Mike and I podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed the mock draft. And when you guys get the chance to, please leave a rating at your earliest convenience. Help new listeners get engaged on what we talk about on this show. Thanks again, guys. Hope you enjoyed the conversation and have a wonderful week. What's up, everybody? Draft season's right around the corner. Us three here at my Mike and I. We're all excited about the draft season. I myself have a, a couple draft profiles that I do over at Last Word on Pro Football. But the three of us here are going to do a mock draft of, of a first round, all 32 teams, based on what we would do with the pick 
And it's going to be a lot of fun because even though we're fans of certain teams, we might not get our teams. And so we're going to have to um, basically accept what someone else picks for our team. Also, we're going to be dealing our fair share of criticism. Hopefully do our best and give you the most, as much knowledge as we can about each prospect in this year's draft class. Sounds good to me, Noah. So with the first pick, Max, you're up first on the clock. Arizona Cardinals, who you got? Uh, number one overall, I think I got uh, an unpopular pick, but I think you pair this guy up with Terrell Suggs uh, from a school that pumps out athletes. It's a football factory. Uh, Arizona Cardinals select Nick Bosa, okay. number one overall. See, I think Bosa's the best player in the class. I just don't see how you hire Cliff Kingsbury and his guy is Kyler Murray from college, mm-hmm. and you don't take Kyler Murray. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see it. I like the pick. I think Bosa's going to be a bona fide superstar. I just don't. I would take Kyler. Yeah, I, I think just making the Cliff Kingsbury higher makes a lot of sense to get Kyler Murray. I don't think Kyler Murray is going to have that much success year one because the Cardinals are pretty much a shit show at the offensive line and pretty much everywhere oh, yeah. else. They have so many needs. Yeah. They have, in, in all honesty, if the pick isn't Kyler, you should trade back. Yes. You would get a fucking hole. Oh, they would get so much. You would so get much. a hole. <laughs> so you would so be able much. to solve your D-line problem. You solve your O-line problem. But no trades here, right? No, 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 no trades. trades. No, no trades. trades. Okay, cool. Yeah, but Nick Bosa makes a lot of sense because like you said, Joseph, best player in this draft. But By far are, the best player. Easily. Him and Chandler Jones and Terrell and, Suggs. And Terrell Suggs. So T Sizzle, that's nice. It's, gonna, it's a nice pick. That's more defendable uh, than Noah in the first mock taking fucking <laughs> Quinn and Williams. Yeah, I think I think Nick Bosa. Um, Just so everyone knows, Noah took Quinn and Williams and then did not defend the pick. I'll defend it right did now. Not defend the pick. Aaron Donald and players like that are the new kind of the wave. You want the interior pass rushers? They already have Chandler Jones and Terrell Suggs. I know Terrell Suggs not gonna be there forever, but to get a guy like Quinn and Williams, at least you have that interior pressure. That was my reckoning because or my reasoning. Just because I, I, you need that interior pressure. Aaron Donald, um, Chris Jones, the guy on the Chiefs, that seems like the way to go now. He's got no, that interior I agree guy. with you. I agree with you. I, I, I think he's cool. I'm out, I was out on Quentin Williams when that meme came out when he started talking about Kyler. And then he, <laughs> he like, stopped mid-sentence. He's like, uh, Kyler Murray's really uh, – I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like Nick Saban flashbacks. I, I'm out. I don't think he can – Smart press conference move. I'm up at number two with the San Francisco 49ers. <clears throat> So Nick Bosa's off the board. I think this is where a lot of people think Bosa will go to. But I, since Bosa's off the board, I'm going to go Quinton Williams here. I think he's they, the best player available. Yeah, he's the best player available. They don't have an edge rusher. They did get a D Ford, and I'm not sold on D Ford in a 4-3 system over there in San Francisco. But you get that interior pressure with Quinton Williams. He's a run stopper. He's a pass rusher. He can kind of do it all. Best player available. I think you know he's tied with number one on my big board. So I, I think size, speed, production, age... Yeah, everything this guy. This guy's just a football player. Um, so, in my opinion, if the board shakes up this way, and it definitely could, because these are the two best players in the class, Bosa and Williams, the Jets have to trade out of three. Mm-hmm. And in this mock, no no trades, but uh, it's no trades. My heat check. Everyone's saying Josh Allen. I don't think it's gonna be Josh Allen. I think it'd be Ed Oliver. It's what I would personally do. Okay. This guy Dang. is an underrated monster. You watch him at Houston when he's healthy. He just made so much pressure. He was like a mini Aaron Donald. Yeah. And that's the easy, sexy comparison, but fucking, they, Houston had him playing as a nose tackle. Yeah. Getting double and triple teamed and he still had production. Yeah. Well, I, I think so, he had to, he was the best player on that team. 
as a fucking nose tackle, and then you want to kick him off the team because he's wearing a jacket. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's like, some punk you, shit. You gonna tell me Houston can't afford two hundred jackets? <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that's <laughs> like, come on. He's like, the best prospect to go to Houston in fifty years. And and I, and I think uh, one of those like way too early mock drafts from last year had him number one, and I think yeah, it was, it was him at number talent. one for like, yeah, a, pure for like a week. Yeah. yeah, you really hate to see a team like an organization, or a university like Houston to put a guy like a nose tackle where he can't really exactly. flourish in any sort of way. But then you look at the Jets, look at all that money they spent on the defense and free agency, they yeah. just, and then they got Le'Veon, they have their quarterback of the future finally, and then Robbie Anderson's nice on the outside. Mm-hmm. Now you help that D-line out, you still have Leonard Williams. Mm-hmm. Now it's a nice team. And then King of all kings, you got Jamal Adams in the Imagine safety. That. Right? Imagine that. That's Oliver, a nice team, bro. Ed Oliver opening up holes for Jamal Adams to come That down would be and, fucking nasty. And then now, dirty. finally, you have someone to contend with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. They're not, not going to beat the Patriots, but no, the Patriots fun. have the easiest division in all of football for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just had a, like a uh, mirage of like Ed Oliver sacking Tom Brady. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, Ed Oliver is my dream be. pick for the three spot. I think that makes sense. Yeah. That's a fun pick. Um, I got the Raiders at four. Um, I mean, it's pretty cut and dry here. I, I don't think there, there's rumors about uh, Gruden and Murray, but I'm I'm not going there. I'm going Devin White, sideline to sideline linebacker. Um, I can't remember the last time the Raiders had a good linebacker in there. Not in my lifetime. <laughs> I think Rolando McLean for for one, one and a half yeah, years for, for one yeah, game. So two. I'm gonna give him Devin White out of LSU. I just think. Hands down, best linebacker. I think him and Devin Bush are like one and two, but I think it's Devin White here. Yeah, I like that. A lot of people comp White to Roquan Smith from last year, but I think his ceiling is so much higher because he's only been he's only been playing linebacker for the three years at LSU. Basically, in high school, he was a running back and played a little bit of linebacker. And because of Leonard Fournette, Darius guys, I love this pick to linebacker. But In, in the real draft, I am praying for yeah. For Devin White in this mock with Kyler there, I'm pretty upset. <laughs> You're that pro Kyler. I'm pro Kyler. I'm pro Kyler nice. because I've seen Derek Carr play football yes. and I've seen Kyler Murray play football and Kyler Murray looks. I think really that's fun. the thing you've seen Derek Carr. He he's solid. He is not solid. Derek what? Carr is like a four, and when he's no healthy, way. he's like a seven and a half. I I think he's legit. I just think. You gave the guy 25 mil a year. Have you seen Derek Carr I'm throw not. a check down on 3rd and 11 for <laughs> I, two I, yards? I think, I think he's I'm a Bengals fan. Don't throws, <laughs> throws it away on 4th and 8. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> It'll be 1st and 10, check down. Or, no, 1st and 10 run. Now it's 2nd and 9. And then 2nd and 9, incomplete pass. And then 3rd and 9, check down for mm-hmm. fucking 3 yards and we punt. Yeah. I'm over a, and over and over. I'm a fan of Derek Carr. I think you got to give him this one last year. I didn't agree with his contract and the big extension he got, but I think he get. I think he needs one more year to see if he's legit or not. Because he legit I agree. was shell-shocked from that injury. And that's that's yeah. what it looked like last that's year. Big, that, that's the heat check. I actually didn't hate the contract because if you're good at quarterback, you have to pay him. Right. And he was good in the contract year. Mm -hmm. And then he got hurt. And it's not his fault he got hurt, but he got hurt and he hasn't been good. You guys could have paid Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So it could always be That's way worse. (laughs) That's way worse. (laughs) Yeah. And you can get out of this contract this year. And if Kyler's there, I think they take Kyler. But if Kyler's not there, don't pass on Devin White for Dwayne Haskins. I think that's stupid. I think think here's the thing. So don't – the quarterback's not a need, but Kyler's just – better he'd be the best player uh, yeah I think here's the thing the Raiders have three picks two in the later first round there's a comparable quarterback to Kyler in the l- last half of the first round there's no comparison to Devin White <sighs> yeah in the not at half. all not so, at all that's true I take, agree with that I love the, I love the Devin yeah. White pick he's he's like a 
how Patrick Willis was for the Niners. Oh, yeah. You take him in the top five, and you're like, damn, a linebacker in the top five, and mm-hmm. then he's just going to start for 10 years. Exactly. I, I think Roquan's a good comparison, too, and it's scary how good Roquan was. Yeah. yeah. And you I saw like how that. lit the Bears' defense was last year. So. I like that. Exactly. All right, so that five, we got uh, the Bucks. Buccaneers. Bucks. So you mentioned you watched Derek Carr play quarterback. You don't think he's that good. I've watched Jameis Winston play quarterback he for five very years. Good. I don't think he's that good. So here's where I take Kyler Murray. He's Chiefs. I know they just got Bruce Arians. He's a quarterback guru, but screw Jameis Winston. I'm... I'm a big Jameis Winston hater, I guess you can say. Um, I'd rather – I think it's a huge upgrade to go with Kyler Murray. Um, It just makes a lot of sense. Your new coach, new quarterback, try and really revamp that offense. Because I feel like Winston's not a bad quarterback, but he's just – he's already shown what he's got. He's going to be average. He's going to throw a lot of interceptions. I mean, if a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick was kind of threatening a starting job, like what does that say to you? So I think you you really need to – if you really want to start winning, you have Mike Evans on that team. You have a lot of good players on that team. Oh, yeah. That's a nice team. I think you Gerald need to McCoy, get Kyler Murray, Gerald McCoy. All those guys, yeah. The yeah. linebacker, I'm drawing a blank on his name. but I, I like, well, Quan Alexander's uh, gone. He's, he's yeah, gone, he's but it was uh, Levante, Levante David. David. Oh, Levante, Levante, Levante David, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, I think James Winston's Andy Dalton mm-hmm. um, <laughs> in a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, he's... Uh, At least Andy Dalton can get in an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think, man, I don't know. I, I Tampa's a, a mess, but yeah, James... I don't know. For I feel like it's something mental. Roadblock there. He's an athlete, but I, I just think, like mm-hmm. like you said, if Ryan Fitzpatrick's threaten, threatening your job, I just like that Kyler fell and he's still landing in the top five. Yeah, I don't think it's Tampa, but the the four players ahead of him are all legit players. There's no reaches here. I like it. It's true true so far. I think this could definitely happen on draft day. I I don't think it'll be the Bucks, but I I, like replace any of them. No, yeah, but someone's going to trade up to that spot. The order, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Uh, So six, New York. That's me. So this isn't what I would do. If I was the Giants, I would trade in to go and get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But we had Josh Allen fall to them at six, and there's Ooh. just no way you can pass Josh Allen. Yeah. So I, I think that's a no-brainer. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on it. That's a gift. I think uh, we just gifted the Giants. Uh, yeah, because they just lost very we, ju- we just gave them eight eight sacks in a rookie year. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say even more. I'd probably go ten. You think so? Yeah. Get the freak out. No one else on that line? He led the SEC. Yeah, with but he, like really no one else on that. But he, he did it in the SEC against all the bad teams. Even better, he made Kentucky relevant. Yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say, he helped as relevant as Kentucky relevant. could be. They beat Florida yeah, for the no first way. time yeah. in like what twenty six years, I think. It yeah, was. That's, that's how true. crazy. How, this guy I'm looking at here, he was a two star high school. Yeah, coming out of high school. That's like, nice. Yeah, I like him a lot. I think he's good. A lot of people are mocking him to the Raiders at four. I really hope we don't take him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's an all world elite player to be going in the top four like that. Yeah. But if the Giants can get him at six, I think it's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. I, I think change your name, though, because there was a Josh Allen last year. <laughs> yeah, so. you got to go Joshua your or name. maybe add the middle name, something. <laughs> I wonder if there's racist stuff on this guy's Twitter, too. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, I got Jaguars here. They just signed Nick Foles for... I mean, look, man, Nick Foles earned his contract. I, I, I'm not sold on him, but, again, I'm not paying him. So I think this is pretty easy here. It's Juwan Taylor. Uh, keep him in state, and you know, um, I'm not sure. Is he a he's a left tackle? Right, he's tackle. a right tackle. Right tackle. Okay, let's get that line uh, solidified for Leonard. If he's you know forever, how much longer he's there? Yeah, and then and, he's uh, a baller on the right side. Yeah, and get him going again. You took a fucking running back number four. Now you better start making it pay off. I, I wanted to say blindside, but I guess it's Nick Foles' right front side. Yeah, front, keep his front side protected. You know. Yeah. Um, it's a good pick. I'm trying to think that division they got. Um, Indy, Houston, Indy, Houston, and Tennessee. 
I guess you got to block JJ Watt. So I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. that's pretty and big. I mean, yeah, get that guy, get that guy in there to block JJ. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's a it's this pick makes a lot of sense too because the Jaguars are so loaded on defense. Yeah, you're not gonna yeah. reach for a receiver. Hopefully not here. Um, you know what I mean? Like, Imagine if they took DK. That would, that, that would not Foles, surprise Nick me. Foles' is deep ball, mm-hmm. That'd be that a little, would be nice. little nightmare. I think. That would be nice. I, someone's going to uh, go too early on DK. Yes. Uh, and I can see it being Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville. Jawan Taylor was the smart pick, but right. the, the Jacksonville pick <laughs> it's Jacksonville is probably going to be they, DK. This is the fr- same franchise that picked Blake Bortles. So, Third overall. Know. Who knows? Yeah. So right, uh, You're up at eight. At the Eighth overall pick, the Lions. The Detroit Lions are picking, and uh, I think this makes a lot of sense. Matt Patricia came from the New England Patriots where he had Rob Gronkowski. I'm really high on TJ Hawkinson. Really good tight end who could do both, mm-hmm. blocking and pass catching. That'd be cool. A dynamic weapon, so I think you get Matthew Stafford a really good weapon yeah. outside of the guys he already has there, Marvin Jones and company. So, yeah. And he could block for Carrion Johnson, so I think he's he just adds to that offense. and Carrion Hughes, I think. This is a great pick. I I have nothing to disagree with. I love that pick. Yeah, I think it's cool. It's gonna have to be like Patricia, like kind of looking over at Belichick and be like, oh, "I got, I got Gronk now." Yeah, like my turn. I think a lot of people don't appreciate two way blockers or two way players and people who can actually block. But you look at the Patriots and Gronk is famous because he's an idiot, but he's mm-hmm. also one of the best tight ends of all time. Yes, and it's because he can play all three downs. Yeah, and people said I didn't watch a lot of his game. I saw a lot more Noah Fant, the touchdowns and whatnot, but mm-hmm. Hawkinson. He looks legit. Mm-hmm. Tight end at eight seems kind of high, but he game changing tight end though. Yeah, I, I I think it's a good pick. I think you know when you get Gronk comparisons, they can definitely use them. Yeah, they're not handing out Gronk comparisons. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. you don't just get a Gronk comparison. Right. So I think I'm up at nine Buffalo. There's a pick we were talking about a little earlier, but you took Josh Allen last year. The one thing Josh Allen is good at is running for his life and throwing deep balls. Mm-hmm. And the only thing DK can do that's elite is run <laughs> very fast for a very long time. And only in a straight line. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking DK at nine. And I actually don't think it's too bad of a reach because the guy is testing elite numbers. I hope he can develop a little route tree, but if he can't, you know he's good at one thing, and you know Josh Allen is good at one thing. Right. So you might as well do those one things together. <laughs> they help, could, help him out a little bit. They couldn't get AB, so they get DK. Know, two different levels. <laughs> they, they get DK. I think, um, look, man, the guy can fly. He's huge. You know, and I think something that a lot of people forget is uh, Cole Beasley. So I think you take make DK take the top off the defense, and Cole Beasley just slashes the exactly. linebackers. Right. So and realistically, um, Buffalo is not going to win this year. So no. next year you get in there and you get your your edge guy or your left tackle of the future or something. Mm-hmm. How about so a running back? Let's get a running back in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think, I think that's what they need as well. They, they're on a three year plan. It's they've been on a twenty year plan, but. <laughs> They're on a three-year plan. It right seems now. like it. Yeah, that's it. You know, like I'm trying to think whatever the, what other receivers they have because they have. I don't have Zay Jones. I mean, they have DK. Okay, Zay no, Jones. they signed uh, John Brown, didn't they? Yes, John Brown. He's another guy. With Two burners. Yeah. Yeah. So then That'd you got DK nuts. John Brown, and then you put Zay Jones, who went high, and mm-hmm. then you have Cole Beasley underneath. It's a nice little team. Right. Just got to build an O line and. Yeah. Not, and I wouldn't right. say John Brown was this great deep ball success, but I'm sure he could teach a thing or two to DK Metcalf that will help and translate in the NFL world. Yeah. Probably a couple like tips and tricks. Okay, right here I got Denver. Um, I think it's pretty obvious. Um, I think Elway's in love with quarterbacks. I think he keeps trying to find himself. Um, and, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't see them going Haskins here, I see them going Locke. I can see that. Um, I just think he Dwayne Haskins, one year starter again, at Ohio State with you know I they were blowing out every team they played. 
Um, I think he'd rather have Locke, who started, I think, three years. Uh, his last year being probably the best best year numbers-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm giving him Drew Locke here. I think he can sit behind Flacco for a year, um, maybe possibly have like a Mahomes-Alex Smith-type scenario and see how things go. But their defense is fine, I think, and they've got playmakers. I know that they lost uh, the Marish Thomas last year, but they got Philip Lindsay and... I couldn't name you the Titans. Yeah, I couldn't name you. Okay, I guess I need to tell you. too much time on the Broncos. My girlfriend's whole family is Broncos fans. And, uh... Yeah, they got Philip I, I, Lindsay, I don't enjoy it. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I mean, they, with Drew Locke, once, give him a couple years uh, behind Flacco and stuff, and he'll be... I think he'll be legit. Locke's nice. He's got traits. It just... He struggled at Missouri, and it was like... Jay Cutler struggling. It yeah. Was like, I trust my arm too much. I've heard that comparison, I think. But <laughs> he trusts his arm too much... In the bad Jay Cutler way, not yeah, in like the good yeah. Aaron Rodgers way, and so I think he's one of those people who like sitting. You're right, would help him a lot, but it's a, a situational thing. Hopefully Denver figures it out, but that mm-hmm. is a good pick. Let's anyway. get let's get some like uh, best case scenario. Who's Drew Locke compared to? Best case scenario. Because I think you covered worst case in like Jay Cutler. Because I mean, well, I think yeah. best case scenario is good Jay Cutler. That, those two or three okay. years where he was an All Pro on the Broncos, on the Broncos, oh, and then right. his and then his first his first Chicago year he was nice. Yeah, he NFC was, Championship game. He was yeah he was a pain. He was a pain in the, the ass Broncos. guy yeah, to deal with, but think, on the field he was nice. So he's good, Jay Cutler. But I think his traits at Missouri were bad, Jay Cutler. Yeah. So I think if you tell the Broncos you can get good Jay Cutler at the tenth pick, <laughs> uh-huh. they're gonna take it all day. Because, like you said, Haskins had one year at Ohio State. You don't know who he's going to be. But Drew Locke, he was in the fire for three years. He knows adversity. Now can you get someone in there to fix his bad habits? And if you can fix his bad habits, guy's got all the talent in the world. Right. I think, yeah, you're right. The Broncos had the best years of Jay Cutler, and that's a pretty good comparison to him. Am I up? No. Max's pick? Yeah. I just picked. All right. So I'm picking at 11. The Cincinnati Bengals. <clears throat> so this is a team that has quite a few needs. Quarterback just went. Easy here. <laughs> I think it's an easy one here, too. We were just talking about it before the show in our pre-mock. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins, if he falls here, I think the Bengals got to take him. They might find a way to trade him up trade up for him. But I think Dwayne Haskins, I really like him and his accuracy-wise. Keep him in state, Ohio yeah. State to Cincinnati, not that far of a drive, I'm sure. And I think that'll help the fan base. I think that'll help. The offense, you can get kind of guy. He doesn't have to start year year one. You can ha- maybe send him behind Andy and Dalton Andy for Dalton's a year or two. Not terrible, right? He's not terrible, yeah. so maybe he does learn a thing or two before he does get thrown into the starting lineup. But I, I think I like Haskins here going to the Bengals. Yeah, it's a good pick. But Bengals start off on the road against Seattle, and then they go home at the Niners. Um, I think they have a cupcake game three, and they have Monday Night Football against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Baker came in Monday night against the Jets. Yeah. I think Haskins steps in Monday night. I can That'd definitely cool. see that. Um, stadium's yeah. going to be full of number seven jerseys, and Ohio State's going to be, uh, you know, Ohio State travels well, so they'll yeah. support their guy. I can definitely see that. There's people still supporting Terrell Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the very least, we'll have Jesus. this guy for a minute. All right, so up at 12, Green Bay. I got this pick twice in the pre-mock, and I'm so happy I have it again. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers gets shit on a lot by the media, but it's probably because he's an asshole, but I don't know him personally, so I like him because he's not an asshole to me, mm-hmm. and he's fun to watch play football. So I'm going to help him out and not on offense. I'm going to give him Devin Bush to okay. sturdy up that defense yeah. because Aaron Rodgers has 
has had to carry that team with his arm on offense and defense for the last five years. Mm-hmm. And you give him a good defense, he's getting a little bit older. Clay's gone. So Clay's gone. Makes sense. And Devin Bush is just um fucking thick. Yeah. Just gets downhill. Oh, this guy's like fun. Fast. He's a he's thumper. Fast. But he's, he's fast. a thumper. He's yeah, gonna be good in coverage. Good range. He's just gonna he's gonna show up that middle of the defense. He'll be good. You said Devin Bush. I put Brian Burns. My bad. Devin Bush. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I got yeah Devin Bush. That's a uh, so Miami's up at thirteen. Yeah, I got uh, I got Miami here, which is kind of like. Man, their needs is like literally every position. Um, right They're here. Tank for Tua, though. They're um, going number yeah, one tank in 2020. For Tua. Tank for Tua. Uh, tank for Jake Fromm. Tank for Trevor. Um, <laughs> tank for some other quarterback you can list. <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's go ahead and get Tua early early birthday present. I'm going to go ahead and give him a tackle. Uh, Jonah Williams from Bama. That's Makes nice. a lot of sense. Um, yeah. That's a, like you guys said in the pre-mock, I think that's a stash pick. Um, whoever's playing quarterback back there is not going to have a good time, so let's... You know, develop Jonah and get him ready to start blocking for his teammate Tua. So, yeah, you know, it's great. I love that pick so much because that you got Jonah stud. You could play him anywhere on yeah. the inside and right. on the outside, and they just locked up Laramie Tunsil. Tunsil, right? Yeah. Tunsil's a dog, and now you got He's two savage. studs and whatever quarterback you get. Exactly. Now you have a stud line, and now you're not dealing the Russell Wilson problem, yep. the Watson problem. Right. You have no. You, those guys are Cam running for Newton. their lives every yeah. day. Cam Newton won an MVP and now he's not going to play next year because he <laughs> fucking has no line. Yeah, I think so, uh, it's a great pick. It's their, ba- it's their second year in a row with a Bama prospect, so yeah. let's hope they go for the three. Oh yeah, Minka nice. Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick. Draw last year. Yeah, that was, that was a good and, pick. And uh, Tua next year, so yeah. it only makes sense. You mentioned it too. A lot of people hate on Jonah Williams's arm length or whatever. His, fucking but arm dude's length. a technician. He can play guard, center. I, like he can play all five spots on your yeah. offensive line and be great. This whole draft season about Jonah Williams not having arm length reminds mm-hmm. me of four with Aaron Donald not being tall enough. Yes. And then yeah. you start playing ball and you realize <laughs> yeah. he's a dog. Yeah, you're like, fuck, we made a mistake. Yeah. So, 14, uh, the hated division rival, Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> this one's going to be a little fun because they have a few different needs here. Um, I think there's a lot of good edge players that I think would be available right now. Rashawn Gary's one of them. Montez Sweat's another one. Yep. So, you know, being a Panther fan, I want to kind of screw them over, but... <laughs> I'll go best player. I think Montez Sweat's the best guy. I know they have Vic Beasley, but he hasn't been the most productive guy that they want. So why not give him another edge, Montez Sweat, uh, guy who can play both a run and pass rush at an elite level. He really he along with Abram and Simmons, they put Mississippi State on the map last year. Yeah, a lot of good. How often do you see a player or a university? outside of Alabama have three first-round players. So I think yeah. all three of those Mississippi State players are really special, and Montez Sweat being one of them. I like that pick a lot. And for everything you said, especially Vic Beasley had that one year, and then he just hasn't been there at all. So exactly. That's a good pick. I'm about 15 with the uh, Washington Redskins. Unfortunately, Alex uh, Alex Smith had that depth-hitting injury last year. Yeah. That was nasty. Hopefully he could come back and play, but I highly doubt he will. At 15, what I would do if – I was the Redskins in the real draft, and Kyler went first. I would trade 15 for Josh Rosen. Mm-hmm. Josh Rosen went 10th last year for a reason. He was <laughs> the third-best quarterback in that class, and you put him in the worst possible situation almost of all time. Yeah. No one is going to do good, and it's not it's not his fault. He had bad habits last year. He's a rookie, but he I think he's worth the 15th pick. But in this scenario, I'll take Daniel Jones. I personally don't think Daniel Jones is very good. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of kind of shitty Eli Manning right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like all the checkdowns and 
but he's I, I he's six five two twenty. I think he reminds me of a Paxton Lynch a couple years. Yeah, ago, he's he just like traits. Yeah, we're like traits and oh, he got from. coached and he's been coached well. And David Cutcliffe is yes. coaching him and. What can you do on the football field? But he played yeah. at Duke. He are you a dog Duke. or are you not a dog? Yeah, he and didn't he really do good. Me of not a not not something. I, I think there's a reach here for Daniel Jones. I, yeah, but um, I think they will reach for Daniel Jones. I, he's just a tall guy who can, you know. I guess he has some good deep ball, but and he played for a good coach. It's well, like, and then oh. but that's why I like about the draft. We could all be wrong. Yeah, yeah. and then, then you're hearing the buzz though that Daniel Jones might go six to New York. Yeah, that's stupid. That's terrible. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I would hate to see that for the Giants, but next I mean, up is sixteen Carolina. That's me. So that's Noah's team. I don't want to screw him over too bad. <laughs> <You> um, <laughs> give me, uh, give me Von Miller Jr. Brian Burns. Hey, there you go. That's I nice. think they lost Peppers. I think mm-hmm. uh, Peppers is gone. So I think Burns here is uh, like I think Noah says like the most flexible guy. Um, I think everybody's head started to turn. I'll be honest. I didn't know about him until the combine. Started hearing Von Miller comparisons. Started yeah. watching film. And uh, for a Florida State team that was pretty irrelevant, he stood out. Um, and like like you said, man, flexibility is probably his biggest trait. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be fun watching him bend the corner and then you know getting to breeze Matt Ryan and uh, whoever I guess I guess Kyler it'll be <laughs> yeah, in the Bucks. Hopefully. So I'm sure um, the Bucks hope so. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Brian Burns here. I think that's I like that pick. Carolina. Yeah, so same thing. Not to shit on Noah, but if I had that pick, I would do. I'd get Garrett Bradbury there because. Cam hasn't been able to stand up straight for like three years. True. So any yeah. anyhow, but yeah, Carolina has so many holes. Brian Burns, you cannot go wrong. Right. Guys, you, you need an edge. Yeah. You never pass. I think edge. realistically, Burns is gonna go before that. Yeah. And so I'm hoping for they get Dillard or some offensive tackle. That maybe yeah. They, Williams. they need help with anything. On but the offensive line. line, I feel like that's my top they, priority. They got Brian Burns as like worst trait run defense, but I mean you got Luke Keekley behind you. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, a, like that'll, that's a good that'll, team that'll, to have that'll, a bad trait for. Yeah. So exactly. if, you if you can't tackle, you got Keekley back there uh-huh. racking him up and then <laughs> All right, I mean, I'm so, trying to think of the, what other linebacker they have TJ, uh, TJ's gone right yeah TD's gone but they have TD, Shaq Thompson TD. oh Shaq's oh, yeah, nice Shaq's uh, Kwan Short their de- interior defensive tackle oh, yeah. is nice yeah. too so they're pretty good on run defense I, I feel like you can afford just a pass rushing specialist yeah, yeah. shout out to Grant High School Sacramento oh uh, yeah <laughs> alright 17 we got New York the Odell trade that's you or that me? That is me. Uh, New York Giants. This is a team where they're probably going to pick something stupid here because that's what the Giants do. And they have, uh, what's his name? Dave Gettleman, who was a former GM of the Carolina Panthers. So I can say from experience, he does a lot of stupid things. Do you miss Josh Norman? I do miss him a lot. <laughs> who, did he, who did he draft in Carolina? Like, how, how many years was he there? Like, he was there uh, two years. He was there two years. And I think he drafted... I was like the Josh Norman. Kuan Short and Devin Funches. No, no, Devin Funches. Yikes. Shaq Thompson mm. was a first-round pick. Devin Funches was a second-round pick. But not very he, good. He was the Calvin Benjamin draft, right? I believe so. Yeah. He was Calvin Benjamin, but he also picked Vernon Butler. And that, well, no one knows who that if is. If he took Calvin Louis Benjamin, he might guy. take DK. Yeah, he might take DK Metcalf. But DK is already off the board here he in Buffalo. Um, so he, do, he likes the offensive linemen. I think he goes Cody Ford. Uh, Ooh, I, I hate to make it tough. Pick. I hate to make it tough for whoever is picking Minnesota next. But um, yeah, I think he, he really he's a big fan of linemen. He struck yeah. out on a lot of linemen. I don't think Cody Ford's a guy you strike out on. So hopefully, he, for his sake and his job's sake, he can you know hit a home run on Cody Ford. But I, Cody Ford's a solid guy because not only can he play tackle, but he can also slide in a guard too. I like that. Eric Flowers redemption. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, I just I mean he has some injury history, but. I mean, everyone's going to have injuries in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm down with Ford. All right, so 
you said sorry to whoever picks for Minnesota. That was me that picks for Minnesota, Noah. So um, I still think they need help on the O-line. But Minnesota does not like to pass the ball. And mm-hmm. the best available O-lineman now is Dillard. And Dillard is a phenomenal pass blocker, but is a horrible run blocker. Mm-hmm. So I think he goes a little bit later in the first round. Now I'm just taking best player available, and I'm going to give him Rashawn Gary from Michigan. Dang, I can't believe you fell this far. He's a trades guy. Yeah. I think yep. just pure traits, you can see why all the hype is there. I didn't see it at Michigan. I'm not a big fan. I can see him slipping this far, if not farther. But at this point in the draft, Marcus Davenport last year went this high. Mm-hmm. I think Rashawn Gary is a little bit better than Marcus Davenport. So Yeah, how crazy is it? The Saints gave up a first, a first rounder for yeah, that, man. Which Insane. didn't end up being that bad as a number 30 pick. But, but still, I'd still, much rather yeah. have that 30th pick than Marcus, Marcus Davenport. Davenport. Yeah. But you never know. It's a crapshoot. Yeah. So. Um, Tennessee right here. Tennessee, 19. Um, I think this is pretty easy. Let's give Marcus Mariota. I think he's the quarterback of the future for that team. Um, I, I think let's give him another toy. You got Delaney Walker. Let's give him Noah Fant. Okay. Um, I can definitely see that. Makes Noah so Fant there. I think... You know, they, they got uh, Jayon Brown on their defense just racking up tackles. Um, their run game with Derrick Henry, I mean, if they can get that thing going, we obviously saw how good that was. Killed me in fantasy. I think he had like 40 <laughs> points out of nowhere. <laughs> I lost yeah. that week. <laughs> um, I had him. So, yeah, I, I just think. Uh, were you the one who beat me? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, Noah fan here, I just think. It, it's crazy to have two guys out of the same college to be, you know, first overall, but in the top 20. Um, yeah, just give Marriott another toy here and. Him, Corey Davis, Delaney Walker, Derrick Henry, you know, get that, you know, team reloaded. Because, I mean, the AFC South is used to be a joke, but now it's like, looks like it's starting to come up. So, yeah. I think uh, Fant and Mariota there, I think that connection is mm-hmm. going to be decent. And Fant's the better receiving target of the two between him and Hawkinson, but a lot of likable traits, a lot of people comparing to Eric Ebron, kind of freakish athlete, very yeah. long, big catching radius, lots of like. So, I'm up at number 20 with the Pittsburgh Steelers pick. They need a defensive help. I feel like we were just talking about it before the in a pre-mock. They really haven't had a good staple corner in, in quite some time. A while. Um, Joe Hayden's a pretty solid guy. They but reached I, for Artie Burns. Yeah, they that reached. Didn't work. Yeah. They've reached for a lot of corners. Hopefully, this one pans out for them. I'm gonna go with Greedy Williams. Long okay. arms, really good press corner. Tough. You know, you can go against the bigger receivers, but he's also savvy enough to play. You know, zone, and he can cover maybe some of the quicker receivers that yeah. line up on the outside. So I really like Greedy Williams here. I like that too. Yeah, LSU's uh, DBU. So mm-hmm. I think any corner of LSU solid. They have his worst trait as tackling, but I mean I don't think any corner. <laughs> yeah. There's like three corners in the NFL that can tackle. So I mean that, that's fine. That's fine with me. I think if I'm Pittsburgh, I sprint to the stage. Yeah. Think. Oh yeah. All Without day. a doubt. Give him whatever number he wants. Give him whatever you know. Sign the kid because he has to cover AJ Green. He has to cover Odell. Mm-hmm. You know, in, Gosh, in this, yeah. I mean, yeah. is, you, you need, need someone out you there. You need like, him. That's a that's a no-brainer pick if he's there. At 21, if I'm Seattle, I'm sprinting to the stage with this pick, Andre Dillard. Ooh. You got to protect yeah. Russell Wilson, just become the richest man in NFL history. And Andre Dillard is good at one thing, and it's pass blocking, and the one thing the, the Seahawks cannot do is pass block. So I think it's a no-brainer. I, I agree here. I think uh, you got to protect your investment. So Yeah, that's, a, they, that's an easy one. If like Dwayne Brown finally panned out for them. He hasn't been spectacular, but he's been good enough Yeah. where I think he can hold down the left side. You have Dillard on the right side. Or, or you can flip-flop. Flip flop, right? Well, you run to the right side, Dwayne Brown's a better blocker, so True. you put Dwayne on the right and then let Dillard do the one thing he's good at 
and block on the left. Yeah, but giving him another pass protecting is huge because, like yeah. we said before the show, Russell Wilson's been kind of improvising his whole career, shitty did, offensive line. Did you see that stat? It was the top three linemen in the class. It was Dillard, um, Jonah Williams, and then Cody Ford. And it was like Jonah Williams blo- uh, pass blocked 450 times last year. Mm-hmm. Cody Ford pass blocked like 505 times. Oh, yeah. And then Dillard pass blocked 980 yeah. something times. We played for Washington yeah, State. Not, but that's and those are reps. Yeah, it's like the 10,000 hour rule. Yeah, that, and it's Mike Leach. Like if yeah. you know anything about Mike Leach, yeah. he's passing the shit out of the ball. I, I like Dillard. I, um, I saw his worst game in person. It was against USC. <laughs> so I, I just think I had like a sour taste from him. But again, I'm not a huge lineman guy. But I mean, like I said, yeah, protect your investment. Yeah, protect yeah. Russell and Sierra. Like, Make sure they're good. Make sure they... 22, we got Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore here, I'm going to kind of switch it up. It's, you know, based off going off needs, I I can't remember if they... What do they have with Crabtree? Is he coming back? I think Crabtree's gone. Yeah, he's he's gone. gone. He's gone. All right, that makes it for me. Uh, Give him Hollywood Brown. God damn it. Out of Oklahoma. I know know the Raiders wanted him, but, I I mean, give me a... Marquise Brown. I love the pick. Get him and uh, Lamar, Mark Ingram. Get him, whatever that wing T wishbone thing they were running. It, it seemed to work. Yeah. Um, they got Marquise. They got Willie Sneed. Uh, two really good tight ends, I think. Yeah. Baltimore. And Hurst. Baltimore would certainly get better here. Um, again, it, like 12, like 11 through 25 is kind of rough, but I think take a receiver here, make your offense better. Give Lamar Jackson more tools to be successful and you know you won't end up having like a Josh Rosen situation yeah no I agree in the pre after the pre-mock I said uh I love Hollywood Brown of Baltimore so can't be upset here yeah so next up I have the Houston Texans and it sucks because I really wanted to take an offensive lineman Dillard's gone Jonah Williams is gone Cody Ford is gone I think the next spot they can improve upon is corner uh, they got, they're getting older at corner position. I can't think of their names right now, but I'm going to go with Byron Murphy here. Okay. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. You want to get younger at the corner position. Yeah. You're at a, a division that f- faces Andrew Luck, then a division that faces Marcus Mariota, and if they get you know some solid receivers over there, you have to play some, and, and it's a pass-happy league, so you need more young defensive talent. Yeah, you can never have too many corners. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they have Kareem Jackson, who's like 50, Yeah, <laughs> playing corner. And then they had Kevin Johnson, who they drafted first there you go. first round, I think a couple years ago, who I, I think he's battling injury and stuff. But yeah, get um, get a corner, get J.J. Watt some pressure, and have the quarterback throw up a duck and let Byron Murphy just eat back there. So Exactly. Yeah, I can see that happening. It's funny how this worked out. At 24, I actually got the Raiders pick, so that's nice. Um... If Hollywood Brown is here, I would take him in a heartbeat. But the next pick is just as easy. I can see the Raiders taking Jeffrey Simmons with one mm. of the three, one of the three yeah. first round picks, letting him sit for the year. You get that extra fifth year option. And now, if he didn't have, the, he has the off field stuff, but it's the NFL and they truly don't care. Yeah. But they have the fifth year option, and if he didn't get hurt, he's going in the top five this year. Yeah. Top five, top seven in the Montez Sweat area. And you can get that kind of guy at 24. I think that's great value. And I really, really hope that uh, they take him at 24. Yeah, him and Hall would be such a dirty That would be nice. Like, and then Arden Key on the outside. And you have Devin White now yeah. controlling. 
Yeah. The that defense is getting a lot better and more young and athletic. Yeah. I got to write a draft profile on Jonathan Simmons, and he's, like you said, a top five talent in this year's draft class. There's Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons, my bad. There's a few t- There's a few teams where I think they can afford that gamble. I think Miami Dolphins is where it starts, yeah. but the Raiders with having four picks in the top 35, especially knowing that they might not make the playoffs this year, I think they can go all in on next year, and he's going to be phenomenal if they, he yeah. ends up on there. He's nice. Yeah, I think... You know, there's obviously some red flags with this guy. That's why he's, you know, not a top five pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, NFL teams do their research. And, you know, from the light research I've done, it was assault in 2016, yeah. three years ago. The kid was probably, like, he was in high 18 school. or something. Yeah. And uh, from what I read, it was a woman who was fighting his sister. So, right. I mean, I'm sure everyone can relate there as, like, why they'd step in. Um, I think it's a solid pick. Uh, Paul Gunther has a lot of experience with... Really good That's uh, a great defensive point. Paul lineman. Gunther is an underrated deep. So you got to think he coached Geno Atkins for yeah. X amount of years. He had Carlos Dunlap, and I think, I mean, just those two alone. That's enough yeah, pedigree for the guy. The, the Bengals have had some really good defensive linemen. Um, I think this guy could be molded into you know him, and then you got Devin White behind him, and then you know it really doesn't matter who you get after that. It's gonna be a tough. Him and Mohurst, I think. Gonna be nuts, yeah, that's and then nice. if you get past them, like have fun oh, with Devin White. Yeah, you know? so. the Raiders had a good. Aside from the reach on Colton Miller, who big reach was a big reach, <laughs> big reach. and was a big <laughs> average. If he can be average, and you have Trent Brown, who can be solid, then the O line is still gonna be fine. They, yeah. It's not gonna hurt you. But if you can turn that defense into a actual point of production, then you can just let the offense go as far as Derek Carr can. Take Hopefully them. take them. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a Derek Carr guy. Though. <laughs> All right, 25, we got Philly. Um, Right here, I'm trying to think. I mean, they got Jason Kelsey at center, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I want to go O-line here, but the only one's a center. Um, which gets kind of rough. I mean, I, I would love to give him Josh Jacobs, but I know like the running back group could get, could get crowded really fast. Um, I think this is just a pick where they just, you know, stock up on – you know, they have some pretty good corners now. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give them DeAndre Baker. Hmm. Um, I think they are kind of in a good spot where they, you know, they don't need quarterback, they don't need receiver, they don't need running back. Um, the offensive line choice that I was going to give them, you know, it's obviously you have Jason Kelsey's all pro or pro bowl type center. Um, I'll go ahead and give him a corner, help out uh, Sidney Jones, who's having issues staying on the field. Um, and I'm having trouble thinking of the other one. Jaylen I think it was Avante Maddox or Jalen Jalen Mills, one of the yeah. two. So those guys, you know, give them a little depth at corner. Um, their linebacking core and their front seven. I know they lost Bennett, but I mean, I think they're in a position where they'll be okay. Yeah, I think they could stock up on corner, and you know, they'll they'll be fine. The NFC East is a crapshoot, so yeah. DeAndre you know. Baker reminds me of what Sidney Jones was going to be before he tore his Achilles. Yeah, mm-hmm. the only knock nice on and long, yeah, athletic. The only knock on Baker is that he ran pretty slow in the combine, yeah. which yeah. I don't see too much as a problem because everyone's trying to bulk up. And, yeah. you know, who, who knows? Maybe he didn't go to a great training camp. But, yeah, you're right. The Eagles last year had, that, like, a freakish amount of injuries to their secondary, and it showed. And, like, yeah. they barely made the playoffs. And yeah, Super Bowl hangover. It's yeah. Expected. So it, it, it kind of was unfortunate. Yeah. But getting a new, fresh set of legs under there is going to be good. Yeah, I think my, like, uh, explanation behind this is, like, anytime you can get an SEC corner, yeah. I mean – Go for it. In the, in the mid to late 20s. And Georgia put some good defensive players oh, yeah. in the NFL. I'll, I'll, sure. I'll take them. That's a 
We after that we got the Colts, which I think most exciting team from last year. Yeah, the Colts. This is gonna be an exciting team because I feel like whatever pick they make here is is gonna be a good pick because they hit on Darius Leonard yeah. last year. They hit on Quinn Nelson. They've hit on some pretty good picks with this new GM and the new staff. Uh, I'm gonna go best player available. You gotta rush the passer, Cleveland Farrell. Uh, yeah. I think Cleveland Farrell to, for him to fall to 26. This is probably. You, this doesn't happen draft night. I think he's like in that late teens, early twenties range. Was it him or Wilkins? Wilkins, I have Farrell. Farrell, Farrell, Clayton okay. Farrell. Cool. So I think he's. You need to get those edge rushers. He's great at coming off the edge. And yeah, I think Wilkins would be a solid pick though as well. And like not to mention yeah, I don't know. All the Clemson. All the Clemson dudes are solid. Yeah, but yeah, pretty stacked this year. I like the pick. I have nothing, nothing bad to say about that. I think Clayton uh, Farrell's a dog. I don't understand why he's in the back of the first round. Mm-hmm. I think he could be in that. Brian Burns, 16 overall yeah. area. Mm-hmm. He's I mean, not, for some reason, everything I'm reading, he's not. So maybe it's like an athleticism thing. Yeah, but, he's not a crazy pass rusher like Burns and yeah. some of the other guys are. But, but if but, he's going to give you seven and a half sacks and play good run defense, yeah, that's, that's a starter on a playoff team. Exactly. So I, I just think the Colts, I like are, the, the Colts are lucky anyway they spin it. They, yeah, yeah you, you really can't mess up at 26. You can't mess it up. Your, your team's already stacked. I, I doubt they're going to have a, you know, they had two rookies contribute last year, and now, I mean, you get clear Cleveland Farrell, you don't have to bank in on him com- contributing because of how good they are. Like, yeah. the one thing they'll that- be fine. Even if this pick turns out to be a bust, which I nothing against Cleveland Farrell or anything, but it wouldn't hurt him yeah. at all. The one yeah. thing I could see happening is them going receiver to help Andrew out a True. little bit. Yeah, because the only thing they spent was for Funches, and Funches isn't very good. Ty's getting old, but Ty's <laughs> yeah. he's getting a little bit older. But um, I like the pick; it's a safe pick. Yeah, that's- yeah, I somehow ended up with the Raiders again, which is pretty dope. So. <laughs> We got rid of Kalechios, Emily. We have a gap at the left guard. Everything in me wants to take Garrett Bradbury at left guard. I feel like that's probably the safest pick. Mm-hmm. And then A.J. Brown is right here, and I love – I just love that guy, and I think he'd be a great pick too. But I think they're going to do a Raiders move, and they're going to take Rocky Sin. This guy was a high school wrestling state champion. Yeah, He went to Temple – and I didn't hear about him until the Senior Bowl, mm-hmm. but this guy is fucking shredded, dude. Yeah. And it's just flying up the draft boards. And from what I've seen, he is not afraid to tackle. He's the opposite of Greedy Williams. Yeah. He's not afraid to get in there and mix it up. And if I mean with the he, name with the name like Rock, you yeah, have to, Rock you fucking have to be. There's no way. So There's hopefully no way you, you put him on opposite of uh, Garyon Conley. He's able to cover. If he can cover average, I think it's gonna be a good pick. Oh hell yeah! I like Yasin. That guy, uh, you know, something about, nice. something about he's got a chip on his shoulder. You can tell yeah, he went to Temple. Yeah. Like any small school guy has a chip on their shoulder. But and he really you know he's going to go in, in that locker room with everything that they're bringing into it, trying to pat, patch it together. I could see him being like a glue guy, just going full speed and just wanting to work. Yeah, and just yeah. being that guy I in there see him working. Like, First day, like if you know spring bar or whatever, yeah, they do. trying to fight someone. No, not trying to fight someone, but like AB is the first guy on the line. He's gonna like raise his hand, yeah. right up, and try to, yeah. But not like not like fight someone in a bad way. Fight someone like oh, oh yes. your, competitive I'm your girl competitive Yeah, I can spirit. see that hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I I think it's a reach, but it's a need, and I think they're they're gonna go for the need. Makes sense. Makes sense. I think you can never have enough corners, and then you sharpen. His craft by going against AB every day. Yeah, yeah. Like it, you'll be. And then you look at the hall they came away with. Max gave him Devin White. Mm-hmm. You can't be mad at that pick. That yeah. guy's the best linebacker in the draft. And then I took Jeffrey Simmons, who wouldn't be there in a real-life draft <laughs> if he was healthy. Right. Dog. And then you get Rocky Sin to pair with Garyon Conley. Now mm-hmm. you have two starters on the outside. 
I, so I still think the offense, defense. the offense is lacking a little bit, but yeah, the, def- the defense is a significant upgrade yeah, it's right definitely there. Lacking. But they need a running back. You could take Miles Sanders in the third round or yeah. the guy Noah likes. I forgot David his name. Montgomery. David Montgomery's yeah. nice in mm-hmm. the second round. They pick at 35. There's so One many of good, them is going to be there There's so many good running backs in the bottom half of this. And like, then if you didn't take Noah Fant, I would have taken Noah Fant right here. Yeah. yeah. So And he could slip. You never know. But right. I'm not going to reach for a tight end right now. Exactly. No. So. None are deserving. 28, um, LA. I, I got the Chargers here. I think somehow, I don't know how, Christian Wilkins is still on the board. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give him to the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. It's so <laughs> awful. But I think you just give him a strong force. I think him and I think they still have Meebane. Yeah. But just, but just imagine, Christian Wilkins, Joey Bosa, and Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram. Yeah. And then you got Derwin James behind that. There's like, have fun running the ball against the Chargers. Um yeah, the thing, only thing I can remember for Christian Wilkins is him being a little extracurricular after some plays. Yeah, grab yeah, some guys nice. nuts or some shit. <laughs> uh, so I mean, dude, give me. Give, he's a dog. He's, you know, like I said, him, Bosa, Ingram, Derwin James, have fun. Yeah, you know, good luck. Um, and he's a versatile guy. I know he can play outside, inside. Um, I, I'm happy there. I, I don't think you know at 28 you're getting Christian Wilkins, one of the probably better defensive linemen in the draft. Mm-hmm. Chargers, you know, just get better and get ready for a Super Bowl run. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Up next is the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is a fun team because they have so much firepower. Their team on the rise with Patrick Mahomes. But they need to shore up that offensive line. Here I'm going Garrett Bradbury, who happens to still be available. I think this would be like a dream pick for them. They yeah. would be sprinting to the podium if this were to happen and land that way. Because they just lost Mitch Morris, who was a guy who was injury prone. They lost him to, I believe, the Buffalo Bills. And so they need to shore up that center position. Smart center, very capable center, can diagnose the uh, the pass rush and stuff like that. And he's going to ha- – putting a smart center w- along with a smart and talented quarterback, it's a smart investment there for the Chiefs, and I think that's where they go. I like that a lot. Uh, another, another team, just like the Colts, you can't go wrong here. Mm-hmm. There's there's literally nothing that – you know, this pick could be a bust. He'll be fine. Yeah. So, I mean, they're only getting stronger. No, and he's probably – Best center in the draft. Yeah, solid easily. plug plug and play, and uh, like you said, Pat Mahomes. Speaking of which, though, last time we did the pod together, did I not tell you Pat Mahomes would yes. be a dog? Yes, you did. I told you the Chiefs were gonna be good this year. <laughs> Shout out to Joseph. And uh, I, I, I wish I would have known that. I saw him throw a ball in preseason against the Falcons. That was just a fade in cover two in the middle of field. Like basically the numbers got picked off, and since then I was out. Um, when did we record? Right before week one, right? I think it was right after week or one. Or right after yeah, week, week one. If, yeah, it was like week if you were into cards and you truly believe that Mahomes was the guy, you'd be <laughs> sitting on like 10 grand right yeah, now. Yeah, His stuff is nuts. Yeah, I I had a, a hard pick on Mahomes, and then um, I took the Dodgers at when they were stumbling and to go back to the oh, World yeah, Series, yeah. and then still made it. So that was a good podcast for me. Yeah, But uh, I'm up at 30 with Green Bay, and... I'm going to give Aaron Rodgers a new toy and get A.J. Brown oh, yeah. over there to Green Bay. You sure up with Devin Bush, and then you get A.J. Brown, and it, that looks like a great trade. Would you rather have A.J. Brown or Marcus Davenport? Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah I think I think they're they, – the Packers somehow, I don't know, it must be Rodgers because they're getting guys in the late rounds like Valdez Scantling. Yeah, uh, they look nice. Equinamia St. Brown. Yes. Um, to pair him with Devontae Adams and now A.J. Dude, Brown. That's AJ a Brown scary and Devontae Adams That's is a scary fucking core. nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think at that point they just need 
someone in the middle, but I mean, you got Rodgers. He can put the ball literally anywhere, anywhere. he wants. And, and then you so. look at him, now he actually has an offensive-minded coach who's going to be willing to let him do his thing out there instead of undercutting him every time he wants to change right. a play. Yeah. Like, he's a genius. He's one of the best quarterbacks of all time for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mike yeah. McCarthy was upset that he was getting outsmarted by the guy he let go in San Francisco anyways. Yeah, so. too many egos. Yeah, too Devin Bush egos. and A.J. Brown for the Packers. That's a dub for them. That's oh, yeah. so. huge win. Green Bay but, uh, was going nuts. Rams, Shit. Noah, 31. All right, Max, uh, me, I got the Rams, uh, 31. It's kind of, I mean, it's kind of hard to pick for these teams that, you know, they went to the Super Bowl, so they're... They're, they're pretty much set. They only got better. I mean, they got Eric Weddle at safety. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see the corners kind of being an issue here, but there's really no corner that I would want to take here. Um, so I think I'm going to do an un- – it's an unpopular pick. I wouldn't be surprised if they trade the pick away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to take a safety, Taylor Rapp. Oh, I love that oh, pick. Out of Washington. Put that- him behind Weddle for a couple years. I'm Not even a couple. Put him behind – put him on special teams – Put him behind Eric Weddle. Put him in the same room. Put him in the same bedroom as Eric Weddle. <laughs> have him learn. And then they lost Joyner. So I think Taylor Rapp could probably fill in. He can kind of be. I, I don't want to say. I don't want to say yeah. Jeff Heath because just because they're both like light skinned. But I think him and Weddle are going to be like a student, kind of like a Tyran, uh, Patrick Peterson type situation yeah. there. Um, without the personal relationship, obviously. But I think Weddle can take Rapp under his wing. It's a steel pick right in front of the Patriots, who probably done their homework on rap. So mm-hmm. I think he comes to L.A., keeps it West Coast, and I think the Rams, you know, like I said, they're already loaded to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. This is just a luxury pick for them. And from, from what I've seen from rap, he's versatile enough to kind of play that nickel rover, almost like a slot yeah. corner. He's, he's versatile enough in coverage. He hits... He does a lot of things well, like everything you want as a safety. I think he takes over for Joyner day one. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, yeah. I think so too because Eric Weddle's that I think Joyner's gone. He's, yeah, he takes over for him. Oh, he just fills yeah, in for him? Yeah, I got you. I got you. That's crazy because I have the New England Patriots to wrap up this uh, first round, and I really want to Taylor Rapp knowing we had him. <laughs> but a very close second, I think he's probably on par with, with Taylor Rapp at the safety position, is Jonathan Abram. Nice. I also got to watch a lot of film on him. I did a draft profile on him. Dude is a freaking missile. Like, this dude tries to, like, legit take people's heads off when they're running across the middle. Big trash talker. I just think he has that kind of, like, swagger and attitude that the Patriots defense, I'm sure, wants to keep, you know, the longevity in their defense going. Um, So, uh, you know, it reminds me almost like a Willie McGinnis. Obviously, they played a little different positions. But that same attitude, and you kind of get that, like... Did you click it? Uh, Yeah. Because I clicked mine. I wanted to see... Maybe some of the guys that got left out of the first round, but mm-hmm. I think it's uh, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off though, but yeah, I no agree. Worries, yeah, I agree. I think um, I didn't watch a lot of Mississippi State to be honest. I mean, same thing when Dak came out, didn't know much about him, but from what I hear, I, I could definitely see the Patriots going safety here. Um, again, I don't think again like twenty nine through thirty two is not like a need pick. Right, it's more like a luxury. Like you're you're so good that. You know, enjoy yeah. this guy. Enjoy this first round safety. <laughs> you know, mold him into whatever you want him to be. And I think they're, you know, yeah. In New England, Jonathan Abrams is going to be a five time All Pro. Exactly. Or uh, they, McCourty's, the McCourty's or they could take a Dalton Reisner at thirty two, and mm-hmm. I like that. he's going to turn into Trent Brown, and then they're going to trade him for a second round pick <laughs> after he signs for the biggest contract of all. Trying to see, yeah. There's some names I have like a big board out right here. Irv Smith was left out. You mentioned Dalton Reisner was left out. Uh, 
Jalen Ferguson was left out. Deontay Thompson, Nasir Adderley. I can see Jalen Ferguson go in the first round. Josh Jacobs is a guy who's people are a lot of mocking into the end of the first round. I don't even think so, we had a, I don't even think we had a running back in the first round. We didn't, and I think that's, well, that's probably who had the Philly pick. I did. I, I went did. with. Uh, I can see. So you said that they had Jordan Howard, and that's probably why they wouldn't take. I can yeah. see them taking both of them, and doing the the Jordan Howard Tariq Cohen thing, mm-hmm. but doing it in Philly and having Josh Jacobs as the other guy. Jordan Howard's already in, what, his fourth or fifth year. Yeah. The life of a running back is, like, what, six, seven years? I can see them taking Josh Jacobs. A lot of teams do the running back by committee. But you were mentioning it, Max, before we started recording, that this really is such a talented defensive class that we might not even see a lot of, like, offensive skill players. Quarterbacks are going to go because they're so valued, but receivers, running backs, uh, those guys aren't going to be drafted as often as they would in past drafts because you have freak guys like Brian Burns dropping to the teens, even – Claylin Farrell, that'll probably be available maybe 26. early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. And the Raiders pick at 35, so I hope that's the case because yeah. we need all the help on offense we can get, but I hope we don't reach in the first round for anything. Exactly. If you let everything come to you and your one mini reach is rock you sin, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a great draft. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot. Like, I mean, the NFL is trending a certain way, obviously, and I think a lot of people are not really valuing receiver running back just because that's kind of like a running back for sure is a position you saw with the Le'Veon Bell James Conner situation mm-hmm. I mean James Conner nobody thought it's incredible what he did came back from his sickness and all that stuff but like everybody including Le'Veon Bell thought this guy's going to be a scrub Steelers aren't going to have no run game and it just kind of shows how like brutal the NFL is like you can just plug and play a yeah. new guy kind of yeah. like what the Saints are going to do they lost Ingram they just signed Murray like yeah. and then not for much either so in the top 200, there's a bunch of running backs that I think can fill in and kind of be like Kareem Hunt-type guys and take over, like Benny Snell, yeah. uh, Darwin Thompson, Bryce Love, Mike Weber out of Ohio State. Um, a lot of people Sanders. forget about, yeah, Miles Sanders, Miles Gaskin out yeah. of Washington, um, and then, like, your guy David Montgomery. Right. There's just a lot of dudes in here that I think, like, he, there's another Bama guy, Damian Harris, who, like, yeah. he he's balls the one out, who, too. He, he's the one who played the whole time. Basically, Which yeah. I don't understand why Damian Harris isn't getting more love if he played more than Josh Jacobs. Dude, LJ Scott from Michigan State. Like, that guy's oh, a yeah. baller. And he's ranked 268. My, my, my thing with running backs is last year, I was in love with Ronald Johnson, and I thought he would be a Ronald dog. Jones. Or Ronald, Ronald Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah. I thought he would be a dog in the second round. I thought he was going to be the best player in the sec- coming out of the second round. Mm-hmm. And Nick Chubb shit all over him, and he could not find the field in Tampa yeah. on a terrible Tampa team. Yeah, he's, he's So it's a hit-or-miss thing. That, I'll wear that on the chin. That was a, that was a bad. Because even you had like a guy like Philip Lindsay who went undrafted yeah. last year, come out of nowhere and be really well, productive. Even uh, the dude from Oregon they took in the third round, he yeah. was Royce? productive. Royce Freeman, yeah. he was yes. productive. He was good. He's a good third round running back. I just think, I mean, for for myself as a Bengals fan, we drafted Mark Walton last year in the fourth, I think, mm-hmm. which had he had no business being in the draft. <laughs> yeah, he he had a like one yard to carry, I think, average. So this year, I'm hoping they kind of reevaluate that, and in the fourth, fifth, and sixth, pick up Bryce Love, Benny Snell, someone to go along with Mixon and Geo. Because it, it, Mark Walter, he got, or Walton, he yeah. got released, right? He got cut. Yeah, yeah. He, he got arrested and stuff. Um, but one guy I like that I really like, I think, is really slept on, and personally, I think it's just like something that I met the guy, so I kind of have like a mm. personal connection. I think Will Greer oh, okay. is going to be a QB that's in the third one. round that's going to be just a steal. Yeah. He's uh kind of has a little bit of like Trubisky, Watson, Mahomes like into one. Yeah. Obviously he's not I'm not calling him the next Tom Brady, but I think in the third round if you need a quarterback um 
again, every draft year we say, like, oh, I hope, a guy, I hope this isn't a guy the Patriots get because, yeah. I mean, you know, we're all going to see who takes over for Brady and stuff. But I think yeah. if he goes somewhere like Green Bay or – Maybe even like Tennessee, he can Chargers probably like take the like take the reins. I think it kind of be like a Russell Wilson thing. Maybe like a team that if he goes to like Minnesota, think about that. He just plays better than Cousins, <laughs> and they're stuck with that contract. Like I don't know if that'll happen. I, I'm not a Will Gre- Will Greer guy, but I like Stidham. Stidham's yeah. like him a lot. Yeah, that's funny. I, Will Greer, I think best case scenario, Derek Carr. I, I really that is it. a horrible I really, scenario. I don't think so. I, I think he got twenty five million. That's Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek twenty five mil. Derek Carr in a good scenario, in good situation can win you eleven to twelve games, probably on a consistent no, basis. Can. He just hasn't been in that scenario. And I'm just hard on him. Injuries. He hurt my feelings. Right. No, and that's understandable. But I think Will Greer, Derek Carr is a pretty good comp because he's not going to be a, like elite, elite, but yeah. he'll be very good. When he's good, he'll be average. Exactly. <laughs> when he's good, yeah. I mean, Derek Carr was solid that one year. Yeah. That, yeah. Dude. That year he was so, so good. Like literally, the whole city of Oakland was on fire. Yeah. Yeah, and he was good because he threw the ball more than four yards. Yeah. That's small thing, yeah. man. But it's a it's confidence a, thing. It's, it's a, a confidence huge confidence thing. thing. If we're going about quarterbacks outside of the first round, I really like Tyree Jackson. Yeah. Playing at Buffalo, small school kid. I you feel know like where he, I can see Tyree Jackson landing is the Chargers. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Because I know. Philip Rivers is not into having a predecessor. Yeah. So they're not gonna waste a first or second round pick on a high high ranked quarterback. Mm-hmm. But you take Tyree in the fifth or sixth fourth, round. Yeah. And I've seen people mocking him early as a fourth, so No, I could see that. Yeah. But he's just, he's just like a freak, man. Yeah, he's just like, a freak. He was six six and then he six. ran the fastest or second fastest yeah. forty. He's yeah. got a good arm. Mm-hmm. He has speed. So who's the tallest quarterback in the league? Probably Cam. Yeah, maybe. He's a slender Starter. he's a slender Cam who's not as good. Tallest so you give yeah. him two years to to develop under Philip, and then in the, in the third year, you see what you have, and if you don't have anything, you just cut him. Yeah, that seems like a great yeah. fourth, fifth oh, round yeah. pick. Oh, for sure, for the upside. Without a doubt, yeah, uh, yeah. Mike Glennon was probably the tallest quarterback, I think. Oh uh, yeah, probably. And he's not, that he's one year, he was oh, Osweiler. Osweiler was Osweiler six half eight, decent that one year. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's possible. Which is weird, but yeah, I think. I mean, I'm kind of more excited. I think. The Saints pretty soon are gonna have to pull the trigger on a guy mm-hmm. to sit there. You don't with think Bridge. Teddy Bridgewater's that guy? No. No, I like so. Teddy. No I shot. think the, I think Teddy's nice. He's nice, but he's I think probably not Taysom Hill as might. Car. I think Taysom Hill might fuck so? around and start. Teddy? No. I think Teddy is more average than Derek Carr. He should have for sure went to the Dolphins. I don't know what happened there. Well, I don't he, think they wanted to pay him. Yeah, I don't think they wanted to pay him. He chose to take less money to stay with the Saints. Yeah, he liked that situation that much. But if he knows, hey, I'm here, I'm learning, I'm going to win, and I'm not going to get hurt, mm-hmm. and I'm getting paid <laughs> yeah, $11 million right? yeah, dollars yeah, a year sure. to be a backup to Drew Brees. It's so weird because he's the second on the depth chart, but, I mean, dude, Taysom Hill's so good. Yeah. The guy, he's the guy just has four ACLs, like, but, like, dude, like, he can play just straight up like there's no mold for him like even yeah. in Madden like he doesn't like he's listed as like a running back and like <laughs> to get him at quarterback you have to like move him around and do all this stuff so yeah. speaking of quarterbacks that are like Taysom Hill I think Nick Nick Fitzgerald the guy at Mississippi State could be like that cause or, he's a little uh, taller but he's just as agile he did Trace a lot of McSorley Trace McSorley yeah, he's, he's, solid. he's small but d- d- he I think from what I've heard he wants to play quarterback and that yeah. might be like an ego thing he's gonna Learned when he gets cut. Yeah. He's not going to play quarterback. So I, I, I think he's a quarterback. I think he's solid. You think so? Yeah, he, he's a... He just doesn't have he, that he arm strength. I think the yeah. winning translates over. True. Um, I think... It only if, translates so much. If you and... If Noah and Trace McSorley had a throw-off, it would, it would be pretty close. <laughs> All right, if you guys have... bad, too. 
Like, what's one player you think? Because, I mean, there's some that's going to go undrafted. Which mm-hmm. ones do you – what do you think? Do you guys have any undrafted guys you would want your team to sign? Or I don't know if he'll go undrafted. There's probably, like, way further down the draft. He might get sixth, seventh round. But I've, I've seen a lot of, like, highlights of Jazz Ferguson, a guy out of Northwestern State, which I'm sure neither of yeah. you guys have heard of. But dude is 6'5". He was basically an LSU cut. He, he committed to LSU, but then he did, like, got caught with drugs or something. So they cut his scholarship. All the, you know, premier D1s cut his scholarships. He went to North uh, Northwestern State, which is, like, I think it's in Arkansas or Louisiana. But basically he balled out. And yeah. he's 6'5", huge frame, big body guy. He can jump up with the best of them. And obviously he played at a smaller uh, smaller yeah. division and smaller league, so he didn't really get that great competition. But when you watch the film, like, I go watch his film after we record this. Dude is a freak. Like, I've got yeah. one for you. You'll love this one. UC Davis, Keelan Doss. Mm-hmm. I've I got a, a lot of love for him, too. dog. I watched him in, in person last year against Sac State, and uh guy just is a baller. 6'4", moves, good route runner, good mm-hmm. hands. He's getting noticed enough to get invited to, like, the East-West Shrine game. He was in the Senior Bowl, too, I believe. Was he at the Senior Bowl? I believe so. Oh, I good for him. I'm glad he was there. And then I know he did the Raiders area area yeah. uh, camp. Mm-hmm. So I like him. That, that, that's kinda, I hope he goes in the fifth round. But if he doesn't, I would like him on my team. That, that's kind of tough, right? Like, if you can only do that, the Raiders one, if you played college ball, like, within a radius of the No, I think it's if your hometown is in the, that radius. Because there's a lot of, like, uh, Notre Dame guys. Like, the... Yeah. Because that sucks. What about... If you, dude, what if you played in, like... Yeah, so Wyoming. Like, yeah, what do you do? so I saw like, there was a lot of guys from like around the country who, if their hometown was in that area of With that area. radius, oh, you can go, you could go back. That's right. That is cool. Yeah, I- I'm hoping uh, there's a guy who, I-, I mean, again, I think he might go sixth, seventh, undrafted, but Iman Marshall, USC. Oh, oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's nice. He's so, I mean, like I, I'm a USC fan, so to me, I want him to go as high as possible. But realistically, he's big. He's not that fast. He, but he's. A, Great corner. Mm-hmm. I think him, the Bengals have a great history with USC. They love drafting guys from SC. So I'm hoping that tradition stays with, you know, we got new coaching staff and stuff. So I'm hoping somehow we can sneak in him on Marshall or something. Yeah. yeah. So Speaking of homer picks, I'm a big LSU fan and I'm a big fan of Foster Moreau. I think in the offense, he, you know, tight ends don't get a lot of looks in that mm-hmm. kind of offense that they ran, but he proved to be really good at the count of the combine, at the senior bowl. I think if he goes to the Patriots, he be he can both block. Like that pick. He's not as good as TJ Hawkinson, obviously. He's probably a guy yeah. who goes in the third and fourth round. But he'd be a solid replacement. Probably not your starter, but if they went two tight end sense and they got another guy they drafted or something yeah. that they signed in free agency, he'd be a good number two tight end and probably wreck shit up if he went to the Patriots. I like that. So I, I, know, I know we spent a lot of time like looking up names and stuff. What's like the funniest name you guys have seen? Rockison. Rockison. I think a close second, or maybe even maybe tie for first. O'Shane Zimenez. Yeah, he has an X in his name. Like, how often do you see an X in someone? I think I got you guys beat. And this guy is not a rapper. Oh. He is a receiver out of Texas. Lil Jordan Humphrey. That's right. <laughs> Literally L I L apostrophe Jordan Humphrey. Oh my god. Lil Jordan Humphrey. None of those will top Haha Clan dicks though. That was just all time like all time great. Nothing will ever top that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Well, appreciate you guys hopping on the show. Love to see our picks do well, the ones that hopefully. we'll see. Well, hopefully we get to listen back to this after the draft, which is uh, April 26th. Starts on April 26th, the Thursday. And hopefully we get some picks right from our mock draft. That'd be pretty cool to watch. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny to go back and listen to this. If you guys were right about Kyler, I'll come back on the pod and I'll take, I'll take, the, I'll take it on Think the chin. So? I'll take it on the chin. All right, where are you I'll guys watching the draft? 
Um, watch it at home. Probably at home. I know yeah. Bleacher Report is doing a pretty cool live stream that I'm gonna watch. Okay. Said I'm gonna try Sweet. that different than the. NFL I tried it last Network. year. I didn't really like it. No. Nah. Okay. I'm a big yeah. fan of Matt Miller though, so. So I, I am too. I like I like a uh, Connor Rogers, mm-hmm. but um, I just really like the production of the thing, like being able to watch the player go up to the stage, yeah. shake the hand, and then get like the highlights and whatnot, and the whole action of like the mm-hmm. draft. Where it feels like when you watch the live stream of the BR thing, it's like just listen to a podcast, okay. and I could just do that on my free time. Yeah, yeah. So I like the War Room like, clips all. I'll probably watch the NFL Network. Yeah, yeah. the War Room clips are cool. pretty cool too. Cause I mean, I never got to see that movie Draft Day, and I want to see it. I see, oh, yeah. I've seen like clips of it here and there. Oh yeah, it's for on sure. TBS a lot. Yeah, watch it. It's funny. But it's it's cool to see. I want to know what's going on in there. Like, is it you know almost like a panic attack? Black Panther or? number one overall. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think. Um, the draft's in Vegas next year, so I think for sure that's something I'm... Oh, that's okay. cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, man, this was fun. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed that latest episode of My Mike and I. I'm your host, Noah Alvarez. Again, just want to remind you guys we're available on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Please rate, leave a rate and review. Be sure to hit the follow button, like us, share us with your friends. We talk about a lot of different topics on this show, from sports to music to hip-hop, just to different things in society today. Wanted to hop back on the show really quick because I recorded the intro. You know, I edited all the stuff. I edited the, the background music, and I edited out all the bad stuff or whatever that we needed to cut out. And then I realized this is the 50th episode that I've recorded. And it's a pretty cool milestone for me, half a century, years old. Um, you know, I started this podcast probably like February last year. It was much different than what it is now. New logo, new title, new different guests every week. And what we talk about is so huge. So I just kind of wanted to give myself a brief little shout out. You know, I've been putting in a lot of work. Hope you guys enjoy the product that this podcast has turned into. Because I know when we first started, we were very rough. We were using like, you know, first just the microphone on the laptop that I have. Then we're using a microphone by Samson. And now we got actually a legit microphone. I'm a lot better at editing. I've done some different classes here and there, all just to help you guys and and really do it for you guys and get this best product that I could possibly put out on a podcast. And hopefully we continue to grow. So hopefully when I put out podcast number 100, this will sound 100 times better than podcast 50. Again, thanks you guys for tuning in, whether you've been listening since day one or you're a new listener. Hope you guys continue to come back to my mic and I with Noah Alvarez.